The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. Oh yeah! The following is not a news broadcast. Welcome to the program. Tom, guess what? Guess what today is? No idea. Wait a minute, I got an idea. It's um, National Caterpillar Day. Yes, but also... Um, it's one of those donut sale days. Yep, there was a big sale on donuts. Okay. Um, a lot of things, I guess, happening today. Yeah. Um, microphone cleaning day? Nope, never had one of them. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. Let me have it. It's your friggin' birthday, man. My, but wait a minute. What? I mean, like the collective, your. Our the, birthday? The royal your. The five counts birthday? It's our special 19 year anniversary show. Wow. Can you imagine that? Holy Toledo's. If we were your kid, you would have kicked us out by now. Yeah. 19 years. That's really something to think about. We better mind our P's and Q's. Holy moly. We better start paying rent. We're still probably one of the younger programs on KMSU, but still, it's exciting. Ton was in fourth grade when we started this show, (laughs) and we've come a long way. It's really true. We are the young youngsters of the the KMSU lot. We've got so much stuff. We've got interviews. We've got mailbag questions. We got letters from New Ulm. We got what voicemails? Yeah, all that stuff. All of it and more and more. Wait, no, scratch that. There oh, isn't. There's that's just that. Okay, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> What's the interview? Let's not go overboard. Son, we got a special guest tonight. Big doings. I don't no know way. how excited you'll be about this, but I know a lot of other people will. Okay. Because on the program tonight, we have voice actor Carrie Means, better known as Frylock from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You remember? Yeah. He's a giant floating French fries. Yeah, dude. That's fun. That's good. That's cool stuff. I like it. Carrie Means on the program tonight. (laughs) I just, I really like those characters, actually. A giant floating French fries. There's a new movie out, Aqua Teen Forever Plantasm. Wow. I think it's on HBO Max. Crazy. Or whatever it's called now. They changed it to Cinemax or something like that. 
Real? What? Really? Look it up. I don't know. I'm an old guy. I still have VHS tapes. Okay. Dude, you know those little libraries around town? You know what I'm saying? Those, Do I? Those little ones? You got one in front of your house or what? Um, Yeah. Well, the neighbor does. Yeah, the little library, right? And you got the books in there? Dude, guess what I scored? You scored in front of one of these? Dude, I scored a sister act on VHS mint condition wow out of one of them bad boys holy moly yes what are you still doing here that's what i'm saying well i just scored it a couple weeks ago oh okay just sharing it now i was gonna say i've watched it 15 times already must be itching to get out of here (laughs) whoopee here i come these anniversary programs used to be such a big deal and now tons like checking his watch Hey, can we wrap this up? I got Sister Act on VHS waiting for me. I watched it 15 times already, but, uh, you know, it's better than this. Yeah, better than I this. I get you. Sister Act. I understand. Wow. I do the same thing. So many twists in that film. It's amazing. Well, speaking of twists, Don, so many twists in the history of the five count. And by twists, I mean amount of times that we were threatened by management to be canceled and thrown yeah. off the air yeah at least half a dozen or more serious attempts it's a lot of those to get ton fired yeah there's a lot of weird stuff that has happened at that studio and you know you try to just let bygones be bygones and forget all about it but some are just seared into your mind you know i don't have any ill will against them but um you're sensitive I'm not really even sensitive about it anymore, but there's just instances that you think back on, and it's like, what really was happening there? What was happening? Very interesting. Jealousy, mostly. I don't know what it was. It That's was mostly the reason why I lash out, is my jealousy. Do you remember when we had like our newspaper clippings and stuff? Like We were in the, the, the newspaper of town, and then it got slashed on, and then it got ripped down? Like, who on earth would do that? Jealous people. It's just crazy to think about. It's really funny. I don't know. Anyway, we're here now. We're still here. 19 years. Hey, uh, other shows that aren't here anymore. Ha! How you doing? Not as good as ton. (laughs) And your legs don't look as good either. I bet you don't have sister act either. You got a lot of things going for you. (laughs) Everything's coming up ton. (laughs) Oh, I'm trying. 19 years later. Stretching. Here we are. So, I mean, how do you feel about it all? Really good. Just. So many wonderful things have come to me and have happened for me thanks to this program. Really? Our friendship being on the top of that list. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where it stops, but that's that's a big thing for me. Okay. It's the only thing for me. It's the biggest one. Okay. Friends of Ton. And I have Frylock on the radio tonight yeah well i mean that's something it's not nothing i can say that for sure i mean we might not be respected or well liked or featured on kmsu puzzles or you know things of that ilk yeah but we've still got our health kind of yeah sort of it's slowly slipping away though. okay well we might not even have our health but hey something might be good that might happen at some point yeah we got to be ready I don't know about you, but I've been eating a lot of Rocky Road these days and could have a heart attack at any moment, probably. It seems like probably one of the worst ice creams you could have. Rocky Road? 
Yeah. Why? What's wrong with Rocky Road? Why do you hate Rocky Road? There's what just is a this? lot of things in it that don't belong. Like what? How could any of those things not belong in ice cream? What's even in Rocky Road? Like marshmallows and pretzels and no, no, not pretzels. Marshmallows, and marshmallows and almonds. Sometimes you get a little fudge strip in there. No gravel. No, there's no gravel. Aquarium rocks. Gravel? Aquarium rocks. Those little pearls you find in sheep heads. Where do you go for ice cream? I think the Ben and Jerry's had some kind of weird sheep head flavor. Let's go to go to mom and pops and get some Rocky Road. Why don't you? Listen, not all of us are living high on the ice cream hog, thanks to our public radio <laughs> endeavors. Oh yeah, I can only get generic. Or stuff that might fall off the back of the Schwann's truck. Oh, that's why. That's where the gravel comes in, buddy. Oh, yeah. Maybe Come that on. might have been added after the fact when it hit the road. Yeah. Never thought of that. Sorry to the good folks at Schwann's. <laughs> you might want to hit the road and get some real ice cream. You know what we could do, Ton? What? We could hear some music. All right. From Aqua Teen Hunger Force related things. That sounds like fun. When we come back, I'll read this letter from New Alm. They had a TV show. They had a movie. Yeah. They had a Christmas album. You can play some cuts from all those various things, and then we'll come back. Sounds like fun. It's the 19-year anniversary ton. Holy smokes. It's pretty ridiculous. My name is... I sure hope I don't have to beat your ass this Christmas. I hope I don't have to lay the hammer down. You know I will. I wish peace around the world for every boy and girl. But you, I leave face down in Chinatown. Me so sorry. I sure hope you ain't gonna beat my ass this Christmas You know I might I think I've been a pretty good boy this year Let's not get cocky I made you something nice I specifically requested Old Spice And if it's your homemade aftershave I will whoop your rear is about forgiveness. No, it is about toys and your constant excuses make me so friggin' pissed. You know they do. There's a reason for the season. Here's a gift that ain't on your list. Her taste from the mighty yellow You better not give me macaroni art this Christmas. 
So help me God, you'll be pulling back a stone. See this mistletoe on my belt? You will smell what I just dealt. As I force your lips to press my fat white rump. I really hope that you don't beat my after Christmas. Well, I really hope that you spent a decent amount on me. Cause if I could stop blame. A roast your chestnuts on an open flame But just remember It's a thought that counts Christmas is about forgiveness Forgiveness does not turn chicks on Like Old Spice shower gel This is true But there's a reason for that Swatch a hiney to the depths of the deepest hell. And the devastation will be amazing when I get both hands a blazing. I'll at least shock it all when I make your body crawl. Do you hear what I hear? My hand about crash land on your rear. You'll be torn asunder when I call down the thunder. Here's a gift that ain't on your list. Here's a taste of rum. It's a present from me to you. It's a flat screen TV. Merry Christmas, Jake. Not as thin as I would have preferred. No wall mount. That's disappointing. Well, those was extra. I don't know how I'm going to hang it. I guess I'll just prop it up against the wall. Is that what you're thinking? Look, I know I disappoint you sometimes, but I love you, Master Shake. Cause Christmas is about forgiveness. I really would have preferred the plasma to the LCD. Well, there's a burning problem with the plasmas, but there's a reason for the season. Well, you know, it's 720p, which is not technically true HD. Let's hope you got me the extended warranty. What'd you, uh, what'd you get me for Christmas this Sorry, year? Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm watching my new TV. I said, what'd you get me, man? I'm looking under this tree and I ain't... Well, did you get me this tree skirt? Because I don't wear skirts unless it's Okay, like... once again, I'm having trouble here. So let's, let's talk later when I can really focus on something other than TV. It's okay, I understand. I just want you to have a... Please don't talk while my program is on! Now I have no idea where the perp was on the night of the 27th! The very night that his girlfriend disappeared! Hey, this is Terry Crews, and you are listening to The Five Count.
Hello, America. It's me, boy. Aquatine Hunger Force. And I'm here to wish you a Merry Christmas. Tell me when to start, I'll know it. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Can we do it? Can we do it in English? Feliz Navidad. Prospero and joy Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Run about my heart. Okay, guys. Now we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna go with Newt and Nadia Wad. Nadia Wad. Those are the new ones. I ain't doing that. Don't go nowhere. Get my ride home. Meet Navi One. There we go. That's it. Meet Navi One. Then we follow up with chicken quesadilla with the mild song. Chicken quesadilla with the mild song. And then a list of new lyrics and we'll just follow those as we go. I wanna get me the steak burrito. There we go. I wanna get me the chicken sotaco. I wanna get me the ground and nacho with the queso in the side of one. Let's get the cheese on that. Douchebags and douchebaguettes. You are about to hear the most rockinest song in the whole friggin' universe. And that's way beyond Pluto. Nine pound hammer. Sounds like my genitals. Let's go. Let's crank this up.
since I was eight years old. And I won't eat no more shag, you hear that? anything to you, but the fact that you're listening to the five count might mean something. Yes, indeed. Hey, Arthur, five counts on. <laughs> Flip it out, yes. All right. He's tuning it in now. All right. So anyway, all I have to say to you, the listeners of the five count, is spoon. In this time of strife and struggle and People killing other people and then people feeling sad because they got killed by people. I got me just one wish this Christmas. I want for Santa Claus to get together with you two and Bill Clinton and Joey Fatone and just, you know, just all the people of the world. No matter what country or color or religion they is, even if they the wrong one, and get them all to hold hands in harmony and pray that someone give me the one gift I want for me this year. All I want for Christmas is my one front tooth. My one front tooth. My one front tooth. Gee, if I could only have my one front tooth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. It seems so long since I could say, Twisted Sister Riff and Sister Christian. Gosh, oh gee, how happy I'd be if I could only listen. Listen? What the hell's that even mean? It rhymes. It rhymes with Christian. My one front tooth. You have one already. Your greed sickens me. I do. Yeah, I'm counting right now. Open wide. Uh. One. Well, check the back teeth. There's nothing back there but dog food breath. Yeah, he's right, man. You only got one tooth. Shut up, man. They don't know that. Who? The listener? He sure as hell does. You're on the freaking cover of the album advertising it. You know what? I hope you get sued. Well, I won't need some more teeth. I won't chew tobacco like, like Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest does not chew tobacco. He don't? I know him personally. We're very good friends. He would have called me if he wanted to have some of my chalk. He's supposed to have 32 teeth, Meatwad. I mean, you never flossed. You never brushed. And all that damn candy you eat, so that's why they're all gone. All right, fine. I know, I know. Okay, fine. All I want for Christmas is 31 more teeth. Meatwad, Meatwad, Meatwad. No, 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 man. We don't get dental insurance. On, we don't have that. You best wish for something else this Christmas. Well, I'm fine. I will. Preferably nothing medical, because we can't cover that. I heard you, Dad. Just start from the top. I don't really need this jaunty stuff. All I want for Christmas is one of them vibrating neck massages with the MP3 player heated gloves and a digital scarf with electric shiatsu massage shoes and marital aid with lavender aromatherapy v-neck sweater for your lumbar region. And batteries are not included. Gee, if I could only have one of them stress relievers with the seven different settings, 
unaffordable stereo speakers, then I would be happy. And that's the end of the song. People get that I want that, and they send it to me. Gee, if I could only have one of them things I just said, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, fool. Oh, oh, Dad. That was my one tooth. <laughs> you kicked it out. Why'd you kick it out? Say goodnight, gummy. Okay. It's the five count. It is the 19-year anniversary of the five count. And if you're sitting there listening to this program thinking to yourself, boy, I wish I could have been a part of that, well, better luck next time. <laughs> you know why? Because all time wants for his birthday is a big booty ha! <laughs> and uh, if you know one or if you are one, go ahead and call the five count hotline, 507-519-2030. Wonderful. I'm going to... Ton has mail. Open this letter. It says... Ton uh, has mail. Do I sound like that guy? Ton's got mail. Ton's got mail. You sound exactly like it. uh, Because it was me. For the ton to read on five count. But Ton's got mail. From New Alm via St. Paul. Justin and Dustin. Some moves. Dustin. What? That's me. Giant colon. I'm the one with the D. Coupons enclosed for <laughs> both of you. New Alm Prince article enclosed. Don't forget about movie gift card I sent. Lot of movies coming out in June. Oh. This has been coupons and news you can use. Giant period from John in New Alm. Wow. Thank you so much. He wrote this Sunday night, May 28th, 1106. That's wonderful. PM. What has he got here? He's got a little he's got a little article right here. What Was he this? in the newspaper? 
Um, no, I don't think Were we so. in the newspaper? Um, entering the hall. Over $85,000 in Prince memorabilia was donated to the MMHF within the last year. A new display was created in the MMHF Museum, which includes a replica of the Purple Rain motorcycle. The public will be able to see it during the Hall of Fame inductees showcase. Minnesota Music Hall of Fame will honor inductees next week. Wow. And they got Prince going in there. So that's this the article. That's pretty cool. Maybe you'll be in there someday. I'm not so sure. I can tell you this, John. That's pretty cool, but um, I have actually hung out and stood directly beside the real Purple Rain motorcycle in person, and um, that was awesome. So, you know, this museum's got nothing on my own personal experiences is what I'm saying. Wow. Let me see this here. What do we got? Uh, we got a password. We got you're an amazing man. Hall of Fame. Oh, a 15-foot-tall Prince guitar sculpture will also be placed outside. Huh. Crazy. Well, that's cool. Continued article here. Let's see what coupons we got. 50 cents off of Mission Tortillas. That sounds like a dusty item. Ooh, here we go. Blue Bunny soft ice cream. Save a buck. Blue Bunny Mini Bars, save a buck. Halo Top, only 110 calorie pops, save a dollar. Got two of those. Bomb Pops, save a dollar. Bomb Pops, save a dollar. This is definitely some summertime coupons, John. Thank you so much. Wonderful. I appreciate it. John, we've got more messages here sent to the five count hotline. Really? It's not a thing I would make up because I know you're fragile. Let's hear them. Hey, hey, it's Nikki SpaghettiOs. I'm just calling to wish you a happy 19th birthday or anniversary or something. Anyway, it's been a happy 19 years, even though I've only been listening for, I don't know, four or five. <laughs> but didn't they write a song in the 80s from about 19, 19, 19, no, 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 19, 19, I don't know. That's the best you're going to get out of me. <laughs> anyway, love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Son, do you know that song? Wow, thanks, Nikki. Uh, is that about root beer or something? Is it about root beer? I don't know what she's talking about. It was lovely, though. It was very nice hearing from you, Nikki. I appreciate it and, uh, you know, miss you very much and um, hope to hear from you again soon. And still, you know, occasionally honking when I drive by that intersection. You talked to me about waiting for a honk back. Wink, wink. Ton's been waiting for a honk back for several years now. So long. Sorry about that. It's ridiculous. Hey, I got another message. Send to the five count hotline. Hey, Ton and Dusty. Congratulations on 19 years of the five count. Very exciting. And uh, so great to have so many years and years of hilarious ninja content. Uh, Wanted to say thank you, but as I was, uh, thinking about this, I realized that the five count would be in college right now, obviously at MSU. What would its major be? Well, you guys think about that. I'm going to wish you well for the next 19 years of the five count. Rock on. Wow. That was Brian Reby from Brian Reby Drives Electric. Yeah. The regionally famous. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Dust, but obvious answer, Dustin's would still be MassCom, and mine would be partying. That would be it. 
you do have a master's degree in getting down. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, I think that would be it. Do you wow. think after all the mistakes that I've made in my life that I would choose to go down the exact same path of a dead medium like radio? Right now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I would be, yeah, still partying. I would, my, I would be majoring in partying with an emphasis in honking. That's what it would be. And you'd minor in gams. Yes. yes oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. I don't know. That's my answer. You can change it if you want. Me? No. You're a man now, son. <laughs> you have every right to go out and make your own choices and your own mistakes. And- yeah. But I'm saying, Live your life. would you change it from MassCom? I wouldn't go to college at all because it's a big, expensive waste of time. Okay. I would have just went and got a job. Okay. I know you were hoping for a funny <laughs> answer, but I'm being practical. <laughs> Kids, drop out of school. It's not worth it. Yeah, it took 19 years for Dusty to give us a straight-up answer, and here it is. So just revel in its mystery and intrigue. Yeah, I followed my dreams and entered the world of volunteer public radio. <laughs> now I shall probably die at work because I can't retire and I'll yeah. be broke mm. both financially and emotionally. Mm. Happy birthday. I feel that so much. Ton, I, you're not going to believe this. We got another voicemail. Really? Sent to the five count hotline. Hey, five count. You know, Saturday night used to be date night in our house, but my husband is too busy listening to five count. I feel like I'm only like a three count in his life. You know what I'm saying? Man. Okay, bye. Oh. <laughs> Many a wife have lost their husband uh, to Ton and his voice. It's I was like gonna a siren say, song. If you want, just come on to you know the program or call us up. Saturday night can still be your night. Is what I'm saying. You can fall into the trap as well. <laughs> oh, that's great. Wow. Well, um, sorry about that, but, you know, we're fully willing to make it up to you in some kind of way. You, I don't know if you were paying attention earlier, but we definitely have a gift card to go to the movies from New Ulm. And, uh, you know, just saying, if you play your cards right, you could be sitting right next to Dust. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. Maybe our knees could touch. It definitely wouldn't be nothing, I can say that. Or maybe you could have trouble hearing the dialogue because of my chewing and loud <laughs> breathing sounds. Wouldn't that be romantic? It's, it's, you know, I've been to movies with Dust, and uh, romance is kind of one of the only ways you can describe it, really. Romantic. Sort of clammy it's definitely that's another one you could i wasn't gonna say clammy but i was gonna say moist ah. close starts out that way and yeah. then eventually when the ac kicks in it turns clammy most definitely knees are touching there's a lot of knee touching you know not necessarily with another knee either yeah <laughs> yeah it could go any any which way <laughs> so just be on the lookout for that yeah uh-huh or the it's watch good. out maybe <laughs> oh yeah we've got some more well wishes but right now i think we need to get to our exclusive interview with carrie means all right let's do it he's the voice of frylock on aqua teen hunger force 
They've been on almost as long as we have. That's awesome. We're joined today by voice actor Carrie Means. You know him as Frylock from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And the new film Aqua Teen Hunger Force Plantasm is out. And a new season of the show coming up as well. Carrie, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. You know, this came up as a scam likely on my phone. Oh, well, I'm not trying to scam you. I just had a few questions for you. Ah, I know. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it came up as scam likely, but and it says you were calling from Minnesota. Yep, that's right. That's right. Okay. Well, it's not a scam, and that's why I answered the phone. Hey, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Well, first of all, you were back as Frylock in the new Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. How was it for you being able to bring back Frylock here after all these years? Well, in my opinion, we never left. <laughs> you know, these characters are are ingrained within our personalities, I think. And I, I think I speak for all of the cast when I say that. At least that's the way I feel because, you know, we could just turn them on like a light switch. You know, if you listen to Dana Snyder and anything he's ever done, his voice always sounds like Master Shake. So, <laughs> whatever you whatever you hear him do, from Granny and the Squidbillies to Patrick Starr's father and the Patrick Starr show, to whatever else he's done, is always the same voice. You know what I'm saying? But, but me personally, I love doing Frylock. Frylock's my bread and butter, and we've been through rough and tumble times together, man. And it was, it feels great to be able to do them again. You know, we also got some new episodes coming out as well. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, that is awesome. I know it had been uh, quite a few years, I guess, since Aqua Teen ended. Do you know what led to the comeback? Was this something that uh, you guys had in the works for a while? Or? I think some some of the folks over there at HBO just uh, gave us a nod, man. You know, that's all I could figure. And uh, there was really... In my opinion, there's really no reason why it should have been canceled in the first place, but I won't go into all of that. I really don't know all of the logistics. I just know that I was out of a job, <laughs> which was not fun for me. But no, it, it was uh, what led, led to it coming back. I think that the fans, basically, the fans kept probably bombarding Adult Swim with emails going, why did you cancel Aqua Teen? When are you going to bring it back? Hey, and truth be told, I was telling everybody I met, I said, hey, Demand Aqua Teen comes back. Bring us back, bring us back. I, in my opinion, we should have never left, like I said. So, <laughs> you know, it was a great show. We were rolling and rolling with Rush, and all of a sudden, the rug was pulled out from under me. <laughs> you know, so for whatever reason. Sure. I think Mike Lazo and Keith Crawford, the two guys who were running the Dose Swim at the time, one or both of them got tired of Aqua Teen, basically. And they wanted to move on to other things. And I think it was a case of cut your nose off to spite your face. That's my opinion. Sure. Because the fans were loving it. That wasn't the issue. You know, ratings was not a thing. You know what I'm saying? People were liking the show. It, was, it, was, it wasn't that they needed to get rid of us because people hated the show. But, you know, things happen like that. You know, Netflix does this all the time with their shows. They, they run a season of something good and they cancel it right away from what I understand. So I think it has to do with politics in the corporate world so to speak the business end of it i was never really in tune with that i'm just talent a hired gun so to speak voice actor they call me up and say be at the studio x time and i'm there and i record and then i go home and wait on my check that's basically 
was my deal. I'm an independent contractor, you know. Awesome. Well, you know, as you mentioned, the even though whatever was happening behind the scenes, the fans were always there, and it's great that uh, the film Plantasm was so uh, so good. And uh, of course, as you mentioned, a new season coming up down the road as well. So you guys are back in a big way. Did you see Plantasm? I did. I did. It's uh, definitely like you guys haven't missed a step. Oh, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Now, the last one, one guy I talked to recently, I did a podcast interview with this guy. He, he hadn't seen the movie yet. I was like, how are you going to talk to me and ask me questions about my <laughs> character, my show? And you haven't even seen the new movie, man. Come on, do your homework. I was just joking with him. But, you know, you figure if you want to interview somebody, you should, you should brush up on uh, the latest stuff they've been involved in. Definitely. Be, right. But that's cool. I'm glad you liked it. Put all the soul into it. It was great. Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, like the old shows. I mean, it's some of the stuff you've done over the years is so bizarre, but you're, you're still coming up with uh, new ideas. And, you know, as you mentioned, another season here. So it's awesome that things are still rolling. Yeah, they call it the Clandestine Five, which is really a bonus episode in there, too. I don't know if you saw or remember, um, we did a parody of the Boston incident. I don't know if you know what happened in Boston. When they were oh, doing sure. some marketing for the first film, and it, it ended up being a bomb scare in Boston, some soccer moms saw this moon and night light bright thing yep. hooked up to a billboard somewhere. It was flipping off traffic, and they thought it was a terrorist attack. So they shut the whole city of Boston down, called in the bomb squad and the fire marshal and all these SWAT teams and everything, and they had to blow it up. But it was just a little light bright toy hooked up. And it was like the moon and night's flipping off traffic. <laughs> and so they blew the thing up, and it was a big to-do. And Adult Swim ended up paying Boston about $2.some-odd million when it was all said and done. And then we got killed in the box office by Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, so sure. T. Barnum is full of crap by saying no publicity is bad publicity because that was some pretty bad publicity <laughs> for that. You know. It's all a crapshoot sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You hit a miss. Sure. And we miss. We miss with that one. But anyway, so we made a parody episode of Aqua Team making fun of that whole scenario. So we had all these figures that are known from being from Boston, living and dead, show up. And it got leaked by someone who worked at Adult Swim. They leaked it out. And they ended up out in the ether. This probably still out there somewhere. So anyway, I said all that to say this. There's an extra episode of the Clandestine Five that's riffing on Boston again. So it's really six episodes we did. I think they showed it on his live stream on some comedy show or something like that last a uh, couple of weeks ago. They showed it to some people online. I didn't. I haven't seen the final episode, but uh, yeah. Okay. So there's five new episodes plus the new Boston episode. So things are good, man. Things are good. Excellent. How's it? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited uh, for all the stuff that's coming up here. And I wanted to ask you, Carrie. I know you did some theater work early in your career, but um, how did you kind of transition into to the voice acting career? That seems to be kind of your your main gig these days. I I started off in theater actually. I was doing Shakespearean plays, classically trained, doing some Shakespeare. Matter of fact, on a side note, me and my wife visited the new Renfair site that they have here in Georgia near the airport. I remember the old site they had in 95. I 
I was a street character, actor, performer there, and I had a lot of fun. See, that's what I tell people who want to get into voiceover work. I tell them to start with theater because that way you get your teeth sharpened. You get to see the instant gratification and reaction to, the, to, to your performance from the crowd by performing it from a live audience. And you have to think on your feet. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to really be able to have the reflexes thing because if someone jumps like five pages of script when you're not supposed to be at those five pages, you know, you gotta pull them back. Try to get them back to where they're supposed to be. Like in a film or a TV show, they can yell cut, let's do it again, but when you're on stage and when it's live, there's no cut. There's no let's do it again. You gotta keep it rolling. Sure. So that's what I loved about theater when I did theater. And starting off in St. Louis, my hometown, and coming here to Atlanta and start doing some stuff here. And, you know, I, I, I did the I did the on-screen stuff, too. I did a few extra roles and Heat of the Night, TV series like that, stuff like that. But but voice acting, to me, in a way, is a little tougher than doing it on camera. Because if you're on camera, you can emote with your face without saying a word. But if you're behind a booth doing voiceovers, there's, there's no emotion to your face you can't like express emotions with your face so you have to do it all through your voice you have to pretend you're happy or you're sad or you're crying or you're mad you know and all of that has to come across the voice so to me it's a little bit tougher but i love it i love doing voiceovers man i guess i was uh cut out for this type of thing because everybody ever since my voice changed as a kid people were saying you got the pipes kid you should be doing the radio Something like that. That old joke, you got a face for radio. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You know, you probably heard that one yourself. Yeah. Radio. That's cool. The character of Frylock, I mean, that's lasted more than 20 years now. When you started, did you think this character would become such a big part of your life? I'll tell you, man, when I auditioned for for the show, all I had was a verbal description to go on of the character. You know, it's all in the name. This is my agent talking to me. It's all in the name. Frylock, Sherlock, you get the correlation. He wants to solve the crime. He wants to solve the case. He's the serious guy. He's the straight man. The other two are just idiots. So that's all I had to go on, basically. So Frylock just kind of came out of nowhere. When I was reading the script for Rabbi, which is the very first episode, the pilot episode of Aqua Team was the Rabbi script. And I'm reading from that thing. No, meanwhile, don't get a jam box and all that. And I'm like, what is this crap? I'm thinking to myself, I'm on a conference call with Matt Malero and Dave Willis. I was in the break room of my day job. They had a day job at the time. And this is this is like the late 90s, early 2000s. I'm in the break room of my day job. I was the guy who would call your house and ask you about your cable provider and ask you, do you think in 10 years everybody have a cell phone? Somewhat likely, not a lot likely, very likely. I was the survey guy who would call your house okay. and ask you questions interrupt your dinner and ask you questions. <laughs> stupid surveys. But they weren't so stupid because now if you look at your, look at your cable now, look at the TV now, you can pause, fast forward and rewind live television. Now you can do that now. So we would, we would do a surveys about that very thing back in the nineties. So it was, it was pretty cool. And it kind of helped me get prepared to do voiceovers. Cause you know, you, you read a script from a dumb terminal and you sat there and you read the script. So I was constantly reading aloud. So that helped out with my voice acting career. And every once in a while, somebody looked at me and go, Carrie, you need to be on the radio with that voice. So I was like, really, you think? So I went to the studio and got my demo made and uh, sent it out snail mail. 
crossed my fingers and hoped somebody would bite, and somebody did. My agent, she already had an in with Cartoon Network, and I was doing bump. I started off doing bumps for like uh, what they call bumps, or those little snippets you might hear in between cartoons. You might hear somebody go up next, Pokemon coming up next, sure. Dragon Ball Z or whatever. I was the original announcer for Samurai Jack, the first incarnation of Samurai Jack. Okay. Uh, I was the guy who would tell you about the next episode of Samurai. On the next Samurai Jack, Jack gets into this, that, and the other, or whatever Jack was getting into. And I was the announcer for that. And somebody heard me doing this, and they ran to Matt Malero and Dave Willis. was like, you got to hear this Carrie Means guy. He'd be perfect for the show you're doing about these food products. They didn't know the show was going to get greenlit. You know, they, they tried... They would tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed. And they were trying to get, you know, the, the big wigs that don't swim the bite on this thing for a long time. And they finally did. And so the rest, as they say, is history. Octane's been around for well over 20 years, like you said earlier, man. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm really thankful that they brought us back. Because I was like, why did they get rid of us? It was a shock to the system that they canceled us. But now we're back, baby. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Carrie, you mentioned uh, the voice, and I got to say the the Aqua Teen uh, Christmas album is a staple at my house. And I know you've done some rapping in some of the episodes, and you know the theme songs. Have you thought of maybe going that route and maybe uh, releasing some music here down the road? <laughs> That's funny you should ask. Yeah, I wish they had called me for that MF Doom album that they did. They didn't even call me for that. I think they used some sound bites from Frylock and from Thundercleese from the Brack Show, the Brack Show. Yeah. And uh, I, I haven't listened to that album, but I know Dana raps on it or does some stuff on it. And so does Dave Willis. They didn't call me for that one, man. I, my feelings were hurt. I was like, what the? I think they were afraid of my super dope rap skills. They thought I was going to embarrass MF Doom or something. Rest in peace. <laughs> MF Doom, he did die recently, so that's too bad. This guy showed up at a con I was at. He had an MF Doom mask, and I signed it. Not only did I sign it, I put a little Frylock drawing on it for him, too. He loved it. It was great. But, yeah, man, uh, I thought about it. I thought about being a rapper back in the 90s. But I said, nah, there's too many of those. That's what I said to myself. In the 90s, I said there were too many rappers, so I didn't want to be a rapper. <laughs> I should have done it. But, you know, uh, Things come and go. I didn't think rapping was a fad or nothing like that. I'm a huge hip hop fan. I love I love rapping hip hop. I grew up on it. I mean, after all, so you know, but if somebody came to me with a decent enough beat, I'd drop some funky lyrics on them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if that ever presented itself, awesome. That'd be cool. awesome sauce. I know you mentioned the uh, the conventions. I know you're on that circuit quite a bit. Can you talk a bit yeah. about that and you know what it's like for you to meet the fans? You know, as we mentioned, 20 years. I that's love all. doing cons. I love doing cons. Cons are so much fun. I have a saying that I never met a con convention that I didn't like. I met a few promoters, on the other hand, <laughs> that I didn't quite get along with. But that's another story. But, uh, no, I love doing them, man. I love going out and meeting the fans in person signing autographs, taking flicks. It's fun. I love doing it. Now, some people really shouldn't do cons. I'm not going to say no names, but there are some people out there that just shouldn't do them. And I can tell you some stories, but you don't have enough time for that. I heard this interview was only supposed to be a few minutes. Go into all of that. But, uh, but yeah, man, I love doing shows. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to be in Brooklyn. 
Park next month. I'm doing a Brooklyn Comic Con June 10th through 11th. So if anybody out there is in the Brooklyn area, I've been to Minnesota too. I, I did a show in Minnesota. I did Crypticon there a couple of years back. Oh, sure, sure. Dana Snyder did Crypticon in Minnesota. I did Crypticon in Missouri. They have them, they have them in a few different cities. They, they, the first one I did was in Missouri, and then I did that one in uh, Minnesota with Dana years ago those guys are great i had a ball i wanted to go visit prince's paisley park but i didn't get a chance maybe next time i go uh, there <laughs> i'll check it out that'd be cool yeah I, I imagine you must be getting fans of the show who were kids when they first started watching and now they're, they're bringing their own kids with now too i mean it's a uh, span generations it's amazing man i mean like nine and ten year olds who are fans of the show I, I'm I can't knock their parents, you know what I'm saying? It's their parents' decision to let them watch it. That's on them. But it amazes me when a ten year old comes up to my table at a show and goes, "Hey, you're fine." Like I'm like, "Hey, how you know about it? What are your mother and father? Bring them over here. They got the checkbook. They got the money. Bring them over." <laughs> but it's fun, man. I love meeting my fans, and I love the fact that I have fans. It's pretty cool. I remember the first time I signed an autograph, I was doing a play. In Atlanta, well, it was like a what I call guerrilla warfare theater. You parachute into a elementary school, you do a forty-five minute show, then you parachute out. One of the kids came up to me after a performance. I played a goose, <laughs> and he asked for my autograph. I was like, "Wow, first time anybody ever asked for my autograph." Maybe there'll be any more. So, awesome. from that day on, it's pretty cool, man. It's cool to meet people. I love meeting people. That's just me. You know, it's fun. It's dimes. Well, Carrie, I know, again, the new Aqua Teen movie was just out and uh, the new season here. Is there something else maybe you've got coming up or anything else we should be looking out for? Not off the rifter scale, not at the moment, but we'll see. You never know. Hopefully they'll order some more shows and we'll do some more seasons since we're on HBO Max now. They'll show every episode except for Shake Like Me. That's the one where Shake gets bitten by a radioactive black man and turns into Jamoka Loka Chakalaka Shake a lot of turns into a black version of Shake. Oh, sure. And they got sensitive on that one. I don't know. I guess I guess Ham Banana episode and Dickasode episode is okay. Yeah. But that one didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, you never know what's on the censors' minds. Standards and practices. We made fun of that on one episode, too. Standards and practices are tough to get by, man. You got to be careful. Sure. Look at the shows like South Park, and you go, really, standards of practices, all the crazy stuff they do on South Park and things like that. But, hey, I guess to each his own. You know, whatever floats your boat or finds your lost remote, as uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy said in their album. But, yeah, man, it's been a hell of a ride. I'm not done riding yet. I'm going to ride these fries all the way. See where they take me. <laughs> Again, Carrie, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time, and it's been an honor speaking with you today. Thank you so much for your time. No problem, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And again, that was the one and only Carrie Means, Frylock from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Of course, the new movie Aqua Teen Forever, Plantasm, is out, and the new season of Aqua Teen Hunger Force coming up as well.
to my hand. I, Lion-O, command it. Hi, this is Larry Kennedy, the voice of Lion-O in the original Thundercats, and you're listening to The Five Count. Frosty the Red-Nosed Snowman had a very shiny nose and if you ever saw it, he'd Helped Miller up there or something, but he ain't never seen it, cause he got two eyes made out of cold. There's children know, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. They used to laugh and call him names, and never played the reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Rudolph came to say, Like a light bulb! Frosty with your nose so bright, won't you drive the Batmobile? Then there must have been some magic in this chocolate hat, till he had like a light bulb down. Cause when he placed it on his head, won't you take me to Frosty Town? Won't you take me to Frosty Town? You 
Is it over when I do the like a light bulb part? Wow. <laughs> if you didn't skip the last track, please enjoy the next one. Or, or skip it. Your choice. We got your money already, so play. Use this damn thing as a coaster. I don't care. I got your money, bitch. In the town of Nazarene, an angel has appeared to Mary and Joseph and told them of the birth of a child. And he shall be the son of God. And lo, Joseph said, hey man, whatever man, because he knew that God controlled thunder and disease like cancer and herpes. So Joseph and Mary rode a donkey into the hills of Galilee to Bethlehem so she could give birth in the barn because that makes sense to hippies who don't wash and think it's not right to lay in straw and sit next to goats. It ain't. And lo, the Son of God was born on that day and the angels knew it was so because the baby already looked godly with the long gray beard which babies don't have. Also, the baby could probably shoot laser beams from his diaper. I'm not saying that happened, but lo, I'm not saying it didn't happen. But it probably happened. 
and his parents were killed by Voldemort, and he knew he had to go to wizard college. Hey. And they all joined a crazy race called a wait, cannibal wait, wait. run. Wait, This story is important, Shay. I know. So don't mess it up, okay? I'm just setting the scene. I'm building the characters. And lo, far away in the east, the far wise men saw a new star shining high in the sky. What could it be? A UFO? Maybe it's just a weather balloon. Let me look at it, Charlie. Whoa! Why, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed... Rudolph ain't in this story. Stop making up stuff. Fine. I'll go back to your stupid, boring version that nobody cares about. And then the wise men came, bearing gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, because the king of the Jews apparently was not registered anywhere. And they figured we're going to give the baby spice to play with. Here, Jesus, why don't you suck on this paprika stick? Do you like ground cumin, baby? Well, let's use this in place of talc and rub it on your privates. You're treading on some pretty thin ice, Shane. Just saying, they're wise men, and I do not consider it wise to give spice to a baby. I want me one of them easy-bake ovens where you can make real cupcakes. As do I. But the magic baby was not to receive an easy-bake oven on that day. Not with Perplexo and the evil Delutatron planning their laser assault on Bethlehem. Just tell the story like it's supposed to be told. All right. We created Perplexo as a composite character to take the place of King Herod and David and Goliath and most of Santa's elves. I envision Perplexo as half man, half 18-wheeler semi-truck. Wrap it up, Shake, because this is making me very angry. But the baby's about to lock horns with Perplexo and the evil Delutatrons. Were you not listening? Wrap it up. Fine. I will leave that. For twas the night before Jesus too, avenge the revengeful. On the teaser poster, it's just gonna say TTNBJ2ATR, cause that's Hollywood style. Shake! Fine. And after Mary was done having the magic baby, Joseph got her to get up and cook for everyone, even the farm animals, because that's what women are supposed to do. And so this Christmas, I hope you choke on your spoon-fed baby mush story because that's apparently what you crave, you stupid listener. So I took liberties. Excuse me, because I'm an artist delivering truth to your ears. You know what? You don't deserve my remake. Why don't you go to hell this Christmas? And God bless us, everyone. Yeah, right. Screw off. Amen. Hey everybody, this is Tammy Stronach. I played the childlike empress in The NeverEnding Story, and you're listening to The Five Count. All right, gentlemen. This is my big solo. I want to take it nice and easy. Don't be afraid to swing it and follow me for the counts. Ho one, ho two, ho one, two, three. What? Hold on a minute. Big old bell. You start on four. But fun it is to ride with your mom inside a car. Jingle balls, where's the lyric sheet? I asked, take that sled through the snow and kiss your grandma on the face. One day I made a pot and also made a cake. Let's go with grandma. 
Through the snow and the sled, take it place. Bumping down the way. Twitch for a big fella that got about. Ha 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 ha. The hell was that? I'm laughing all the way. Because I was supposed to laugh all the way. What are you even doing here? This is a solo piece. I was asked to come here and provide laughter all the way. You're going to be laughing when I'm wiping your poop off of my shoe from kicking you straight in your a-hole. You got to finish this song. Jingle bells! Hello? Jingle bells. Ha, 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 ha. Shut up! All right, that was good for levels. Let's just uh, let's do one more. And... No, I'm pretty happy with that one. The piano was a little hot, right? No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Just double the volume of my voice. You sure you don't want to do one more? No, no! I need these in stars immediately! I'm out! I was, uh, was there an overmodulation on the piano? Come on! Bye-bye. Whoa! Cut your face off! Who is my knife? I savor your dreams! I feed your face to my dirty goat and take it out to the Check this out. I'm gonna kick it old school. Old Testament school. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world and sin. How thrill of hope the weary soul rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious
This next one, when I broke up with my girlfriend because I slept with her friend and then I dumped the both of them. And I think everyone can relate to the blues like they had after I dropped them like two hot rocks. Nude love moves over me like a storm. Before you were born, nude love, there's something in your eye, and I re lies in the sky. Nude love. Wait, hang on. I got trouble with the G. Cranking, smoking. There we go. Tapes available out in the parking lot. Ten dollars for tapes and fifteen for CD. But drink a coffee and then see me out by my hatchback for copy. Nude Love Welcome to side one That was nude love And by now you should yourself be nude So you can get up and shake your itty bits To the following song Hello everybody This is Bill Mansby from the world's worst band, Green Jello, and you're listening to the Five Count. New love moves over me. Dawn, before you were born, new love. Something in your eye, and I realize in the sky, new love. I bring it to ya. I'm kinda locked and I'm on top. 
And we're back. Oh, yeah. It's the five count. 19 year anniversary extravaganza. Crazy. That was our exclusive interview with Carrie Means. Frylock from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Floating Fries. The Aqua Teen Forever Plantasm movie available now on HBO Max or whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. <laughs> Why would they change to Cinemax now, I thought though? they did something. I feel like I need to look this up because wasn't Cinemax originally a, a competitor of HBO? I don't know. I've only seen it scrambled. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Well... Okay, let me see here. Max. It, it's just Max now? Is that what it is? It's just Max. HBO Max. Max. Dude, it is. They changed, They dropped the HBO, and it's just called Max. Max. That's Isn't that kind of like a kick in the Dax to Cinemax? Max. The one to watch. Wow. Ten bucks a month. Wow is right. Well, wherever you want to find it, a new movie, Plantasm, is out now. All right. Hey, I got some more messages here sent to the Five Count Hotline. Could have been you, but you're just playing. Love this idea. Hello, Five Count. Congratulations on your 19th anniversary on the radio. You should consider being marriage counselors because, well, my marriage didn't last this long. Wow. But 19 years is an odd number. You have to go one more year before you can pack it in. Next year, I'll try to come up with another excuse for you to keep going. Love you guys. Signed, T-Tony Tone. T-Tony Tone. T-Tony Tone. Wow. You rascal. Well, sorry about the marriage, Tone. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll make it there either. But I have with the five count. And so maybe the answer is, um, you know, marry a dude. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe he was married to a dude, and I don't know. He didn't. It didn't really clarify, right? I don't know. So maybe that's not good advice. I have no idea. Ugh. I mean, I will. Here's some. At advice. least with Dusty, there's no going wrong. He's just the most loyal partner a person could ever ask for. It might be the only way that I'm dependable is being dependable. You really are. I can't think of any other attributes. And you're pretty forgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just mess up over and over. And I'm easy on the eyes. Yeah, and I've treated Dusty unfavorably many times over the years. And I he, don't remember any of that. Yeah, he just lets it all go, and he says, love you, Ton. That's it. Tony, I do have some advice if you are hoping to be married again someday. Uh, spending every Saturday night listening to this program, might want to rethink that. <laughs> Maybe leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> try to meet somebody. <laughs> Go meet somebody. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's solid advice. Yeah. Sure. Take, take it from me. I know. But once first you hand. once you first meet hand, them, yeah, <laughs> and second hand too. Once you meet them, though. Like, you should probably vet them, you know, like play some five count and see what their reaction is. You know, like, I'm just saying, don't go too crazy until you know how they, how they react. I think that's a deal breaker in your life. If they don't enjoy this show. Yes. You won't enjoy their company. Yeah. I feel like it takes a special someone. I mean, 
it's not even like that person has to absolutely love our show. How could you not? But they definitely, if you, if our show is something that you like, they very obviously need to at least be accepting of it. Well, and, l- listen to how much fun we have. Yeah. How could you not enjoy this? I don't know how you couldn't enjoy it. I'll probably ask my wife. She doesn't enjoy it, I don't think. Well, some people are just miserable. Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, that's the best ex- advice we can give, T. Tony Tone. Thanks so much for your kind words. Ton, speaking of super ultra handsome fun time dudes, uh-huh. I got a message here sent to the five count mailbag from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, five count. Out of curiosity, how did Ton celebrate his 19th birthday? Mine involved a Johnny Lang concert and a trip to Deja Vu. Wow. Top that, preacher man. (laughs) (laughs) Signed, Father Shouts. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. That's quite the 19th birthday. Wow, Shouts. Johnny Lang, dude. To be honest now, because he says right here, P.S., don't lie to me. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Well, I definitely didn't do that. I mean, I don't think I can top that. I don't. I don't think. I mean, at nineteen, um, what was this? Nineteen ninety-two? No, no. But um, I'm trying to think. I think nineteen was one of the years. Boy, this is really hard to. Oh, way to go, Floyd Childs! You drudged up some painful memories no um no 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 i was i was with someone at the time i had a girlfriend and um looking back uh probably uh one of the best relationships i had in my life um like probably just most definitely was the best one and so i was trying to think i'm sure i did something with her and it was probably super awesome because it that was regular like birthdays and stuff were really totally awesome and like heartfelt and nice but they're always um it was very uh pretty how can how can i put this we weren't like major party animals or anything we were pretty secure in ourselves and within that relationship so we didn't need to do anything totally crazy like for example i can't remember 19th birthday at all i cannot remember it um but like a big one that sticks out is my 21st birthday, which will sound completely lame to people. That, Wait, oh, lame, not lame. No, not lame. Okay. But like that one, we were in Sturgis. We went to Sturgis and we went to Sturgis a few years and with another uh, couple friend, um, friends, and um, we just camped out there, but it was my birthday. And so it's like, you know, like they went to town and, bought like a six pack and then and we all just kind of like had a beer on my 21st and she made spaghetti and all this stuff like over a campfire like that was a that's an example of something that would have happened similar to that um and in that level of craziness which is a pretty low level but in my mind that was like super awesome and just the whole gesture of like or, you know, we're somewhere else and they go to town and try to do that. And then trying to cook a meal over a fire. That's, I don't know. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, nothing. I definitely couldn't 
top it, Floyd Schultz. That was good for you, buddy. That is wonderful. I was living in the dorms on the campus of MSU, so I imagine it was a riot. A raucous occasion, except for for yourself personally. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, it's in January when everything is uh, dead and dark and cold at three in the afternoon so yeah it's probably a lot of fun but you didn't ask me so whatevs (laughs) yeah (laughs) Tom I got an even more important question for you all right what were you doing like 10 years ago celebrating another anniversary of this program I think that would be incorrect not correct oh what that might be part of next week's segment oh man it's okay, son, because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history, so I can tell you what happened. Saturday, June 8th, 2013. The actual anniversary date was on the 12th, mm. June 12th, yeah. 2004, so I think we must have celebrated the following week 10 years ago. This was a heavy-duty show, son. Because it was me and you and our good pal, Crispin Glover. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. And this was just a random show. This could have been an anniversary show. How could I forget it? Wow. I uh, remember being at home, and I was vacuuming, and then I got a phone call, and then I was standing in my kitchen talking to Crispin Glover on the phone, just shooting the breeze. Yeah. Very strange. We've had a few of those experiences. That was 10 years ago. The experience I was having, thinking, oh, man, Ton's not going to believe this. Yeah, so He awesome. loves Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Wait till I tell him. <laughs> oh, what an interesting guy, too. Super interesting. And we played most of uh, his album, which is great if you haven't heard that. I want to check that out. That was 10 years ago, Ton. That's awesome. Me and you and Crispin Glover. That is quite the program. But you know what else has had Crispin Glover on? Probably not. I mean, definitely no one else on KMSU. If you want to relive that uh, Crispin Glover show, head on over to thefivecount.com or even just go to the Five Count YouTube channel and you can listen to just the interview there. It's, uh, just search it up. Crispin Glover, the Five Count. And don't be like Ton. When he quotes Bartleby and says, I'd prefer not to. Because <laughs> yeah, it's his birthday. And don't, don't do that. You can tell he's unstable. What is Crispin Glover doing nowadays? Seriously. He's probably wondering why we never invited him back on. It's crazy. Be my guess. Ton, I got another message here. Okay. Five count anniversary this week. Plus... Prince's and my birthday this week. Oh, yeah. Is it too much for a normal person to handle? I am John. What up? P.S. One more five count message. I did see the Little Mermaid movie. Pretty good. Fun. With a dash of emotion, etc. This has been a public service announcement from John in New Ulm. (laughs) Um... You know, thank you so much, John. Yeah. Thank you so much. And he said he liked the Little Mermaid movie. It was fun. 
It's fun. It oh, looks and, creepy. And a little emotional. It looks creepy to me. Because of the underwater stuff? I mean, it just looks weird. Like, she doesn't... It just looks like... It looks like... I mean, I've only watched the trailer, but it looks like the CGI stuff where it's like CGI trying to look like a human. So then it's never actually... Okay. I think you should preface it because there's been a lot of controversy about there being an African-American mermaid. You're not saying that, I hope. No, I'm just saying it looks like a computer-generated person, and that's weird to me where it's like i expected live action and well it is a mermaid ton they don't have actual live ones (laughs) yeah Uh, no i could i the the color of the skin of the mermaid uh doesn't affect me one way or the other you mean because they're fictitious i had no (laughs) idea that that was even a thing that was happening how would that why would that be a thing well some people are bored yeah I i guess Hey, I bet you're not bored listening to the five count. Oh, yeah. It's our birthday. Should we play some birthday songs? Sure. Let's hear some birthday songs.
in charge of the stars and I'm here to say Hey big guy, you're the big star today My name is Zoom and I live on the moon But I came down to earth just to sing you this tune Cause big guy, it's your birthday today about my love by showing it more, much more than I've shown it lately. And then if someone should ask you what I got you for your birthday, well, you can say, why, he didn't give me anything, but he sure took a lot of things away. Happy birthday, darling, I have no presents, no fancy cake. Yeah. 
Hey everybody, this is Ed Gale, a.k.a. Howard the Duck, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Hogan here wishing you a very happy Hulkamania birthday. Stay young, my brother. What you gonna do?
happy birthday. Oh, yeah. It's the five count. It's the 19 year anniversary show. I got to share this story really quick. I think you'll love it. As uh, so, I'm sure I will. You know how um, we've got a hot button now of me saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so there's like, it's kind of in the DNA of this show, right? Of me somehow saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In just different ways. And I have to say, I've already been able to pass it down to my own son. <laughs> I gave him some little shades, and everybody loves these shades. They th- everyone says, what a cool dude with his little shades. And when he put them on the first couple times, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So now every time when he wants his shades, he walks over and goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he puts them on and goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not even two years old yet. He's already got it down. Hallelujah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's sad to see this show go. Oh, man. Just kind of feeling. I don't chicken. mean like you need to start crying, oh, Sam. Okay. <laughs> wow. Get it together. We only got two minutes left. Well, and I thought you meant like it's just going to be, we're going to be done and over with just like that. Nah, we got another year at least. Oh, okay. T. Tony said fives and zeros. Oh, yeah. We got to we gotta get to 20. Hey, I forgot. Lots of stuff happening. At thefivecount.com, we had an exclusive interview with actor Emilio Rivera from mm. the show based on Tun's life, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> wow. So you might want to check that out. Crazy. Also, if you join us on Patreon, we had a bonus episode for our lovely patrons chocked full of swears and all sorts of good advice that did happen so you can hear that you could hear it yesterday or tomorrow depending on when you're hearing this right now which could be anytime what anytime. do i know anytime but consider joining us it could be a nice birthday present for us if you join us on patreon that would be nice and go ahead and send us some more messages on the five count hotline five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty. let us know how do you like to listen to this program do you like to check us out on youtube do you prefer the podcast what do you like let us know should we um do a youtube live next time so you can see ton yeah something to think about let us know or it might just be a camera pointed at my crotch while we talk to each other yeah that's that's worth it i mean that's worth the entry fee we're still brainstorming Oh man, what a what a time it's been! Thank you so much, Dust, yeah. for nineteen years of thank you joy and entertainment. Ton wanted to end after year two, three, five, six, seven, ten, etc. Yeah, he's still here, still here. You know who else is still here? The True Punks. The True Punks. Oh yeah. See you next time. Now turn the record over, and we'll continue on the other side.